0: Welcome back to the South Stands, a Buckeye football podcast by Ohio State fans for Ohio State fans from the West Coast. I'm your host, Zach Moore. Today is Thursday, September 7th, 2023, and I'm very happy to be joined once again by fellow South Stands contributor, Paige Van Horn from Denver. PBH, how's it going, my friend?
1: It's going well, buddy. Nothing uh, better than a Thursday afternoon talking a little Buckeye football with a Heineken. <laughs> can't beat that right i love it right, sloner?
0: <laughs> sloner
1: can scowl
0: all he wants if he hears that, but that's the truth i love it man good to hear your voice we're also joined by fellow contributor chad Plummer from cleveland cp what's the word from the 216
2: What's up, guys? How you doing, man?
0: <laughs> <laughs> good. Fine, Chad, fine. You guys
2: have a good Labor Day weekend?
0: Uh, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I was, as you guys know, I was be, I was in Bloomington oh, for right, Ohio State, dude. Indiana. Yeah. Uh, I I'll,
2: doubt you didn't get to stop by and see Kramer, dude. I,
0: I know, yeah. I wasn't able to make it over for that. It was hot as hell there man it was almost 90 degrees at kick man i i'm soft now i can't i'm i my my whole dude i you know you can choose the battles man (laughs) i've just you know living in san francisco for the last 30 years in this temperate weather i mean god i get into either extreme cold or hot i'm i'm such a wimp now um did you get to see the vibe though like yeah yeah no last week like the uh, tailgating scene absolutely i thought i and i said this on on the post game pod that i did on sunday I was impressed with the vibe there. I really liked the vibe. I thought it was a really fun game day vibe there. Um, the stadium was almost a capacity. And one thing that I loved about it was, you know, it was lively and fun, but also easy to kind of just get around. It was easy to get, you know, concessions. It was easy to use the bathroom. And, man, like, what a contrast from an Ohio State season opener in the shoe, right? Because you guys know it's a completely—it's oh. just—it's just way too competitive even to just get a drink there once the game starts. So I love the vibe. You, you, you know,
1: you're old when like one of your highlights is that it was really easy for you to go take a leak.
2: Yeah, get concession. Guilty as charged. Yeah. And shit
0: yeah. <laughs> <the> <laughs> it's important access to the bathroom <laughs> at our age, boys is important. It really is. Well, that's because oh. we have to pee like seventy-three
2: times a day. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. I. I would he do it
0: again. That's do... not
2: in any of the pictures, man. He needs a uh, <laughs> he needs flexible.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I would do it again. I, I actually loved it. Um, it was you know, and it wasn't too bad getting there and back. It is about an hour drive from Indy. Uh, to Bloomington, I actually stayed in the hotel, the Biddle Hotel, in the student union, so I was right there in the heart of campus. And that, their student union is beautiful. A lot of the buildings there are beautiful, and the, and the student union itself is this gigantic, sprawling old building that goes on forever and ever. It's like the the Alhambra. Uh, and then I have some friends out here in the Bay Area that went to IU, so I got a few recommendations on places to eat. And uh, so I really enjoyed oh, it. Cool, I would totally man. do it again. Good. Yeah, for sure. So we are actually here to have a look back at that game. Uh, Number five, Ohio State's 23-3 win over Indiana last Saturday. And by the way, they are five now. Ohio State is in the AP poll. They dropped two spots uh, from three in this week's AP poll. Now, I recorded a recap pod, as I said, for last week's game last Sunday from Indianapolis. But our listeners have not yet had the opportunity. Neither have I, by the way to get your takes, gentlemen, on how the Buckeyes performed uh, last Saturday in that game. I also have a few new thoughts on the game I'd like to share. Then I thought we'd spend a few minutes on Ohio State's home opener against Youngstown State this coming Saturday. I don't think there's a ton to analyze there. Buckeyes are expected to roll in that game. Finally, there are a couple other games around the country I thought it'd be fun to take a look at before we wrap things up today. But first, let's start with Ohio State's 23-3 win over Indiana last Saturday. It was a... 20 point road win over a Big Ten opponent and a season opener. I mean, everything went great, right, fellas? Ohio State fans must be ecstatic. (laughs) PBH, I want to start with you. We can talk about the defense because, you know, but things went mostly smooth on that side of the ball. So we'll shelve that for a minute. I want to start with this. What did you think of how Ryan Day handled the quarterback rotation in this game? And what were your impressions of both Kyle McCord and Devin Brown?
1: Well, you can't have an impression of Devin Brown. He was in for what five total snaps? Six you know, snaps, yeah. Th- Fair he point. He didn't throw the ball. Yeah. Um. So, that that to me is, I mean, like, how could you make any conclusions? I <laughs> thought McCord was good, fine, yeah. right? Yeah. Kind of what you would expect. Um. And you know, I th- I think we all, you know, it's it's funny, like being a fan, like we just expect them to pick off, pick up where they left off last season not realistic reminiscent of CJ Stroud's first game two years ago at Minnesota, which I think at halftime, we were actually losing that game. That's right. We were. Um, So, you know, there's going to be growing pains Um, Mm -hmm. and, you know, yeah. Is it it, on some level disappointing um, from an offensive perspective? Sure. But I don't think it's, you know, looking back on it, is it, uh shocking by any stretch of the imagination no way like we should have expected this i think you know it was interesting like you know after the game i was like oh man that new clock rule really played a factor yeah actually it didn't um i've read a few things like i think they ran 67 plays which is the same amount of plays on average that they ran last year that's right weird that's right um you know mccord i thought you know, under the circumstances did, you know, good. I wouldn't say great. Yeah. He may had some really nice passes. He missed some stuff. I think not even so much from a passing perspective, but maybe check down, you know, in on a few plays where if he'd just, you know, let it develop for another second or two uh, you know, there might've been a bigger play there. Yep. That's to be expected. Yep. So um, I, uh, to me, the two interesting things are the running back situation in the offensive line situation. And I remember back when uh, they got that kid Simmons in the transfer portal Uh and Debbie Downer Zach very immediately like pulled up his PFF grade. he's like, I don't know if I'd be so excited about this guy. Like (laughs) he barely played for San Diego state. And I think there might be an issue there. So, you know, time will tell, you know, I mean, I've, what, you know, I've listened to and read to like, you know the guys on Bucknuts and you know Landis and and Doug. You know it's like oh yeah that was just atrocious. You know just missed assignments here and there and I'm like didn't they practice for? Twenty is this the first time All they right. practiced
0: together? <laughs> I'm not sure.
1: And then how does that tail into our, our boy Trey and Chip? So Yeah, hold that
0: um, thought. Hold that thought, PBH. Yeah, I want to get to yeah, the running that's game my real quick. Overall
1: impression of
0: the game. Excellent. Hold that thought. We are we are gonna dive into the I running know, backs. I, I wanna before we do that though, I wanna get Chad's impressions of both how Ryan Day handled Honestly, the quarterback no, rotation and what you thought of both McCord and Brown. Chad, what did you think of the quarterbacks play in that game?
2: Well, you know, Paige, Paige made uh, – he alluded to something that it, exactly – like the Ohio State fans just, like, crack. Like, they're just I mean, – they're so annoying. Like, I can't even, like, really read, like, half the shit. Like, I'm just like, I can't believe I'm reading this again. But, like, it's like, you go back and they – You, about you mean, like, again. yourself with C.J. Stroud two years ago? Is that who you're hey, referring uh, to? Right, yeah, right, right. Hey, dude, I'll tell you what. what, what I'll save that for my uh, – my, you know – at the end of the pod thoughts, as we we all get our little time there. But uh I <laughs> talk about my boy Quinn. But uh, so, I mean, CJ, he said CJ had one of the worst games. Like, I mean, awful. I think McCord played well. Yeah. I mean,
0: he, you know. He, he did play a well. Couple, 20, of a couple yeah, 20 of 33. Yeah, 20 of 33 for 239 yards. Now, he didn't throw a touchdown uh, and won an interception. So, solid well, output. He should have had
2: should have had a touchdown yeah he should have uh, it you're was right. called yeah that harrison pd i, I think that sh- that was seven um but yep. I, I think i he had a couple rush passes i mean here look you're he's got an offensive line that they've changed around a couple positions yeah you know and it, like at at least the first half that O line like you know they got it together a little bit in the second half yep they did i mean you know he's got that his first game it's just you know and, and days you know obviously these people drive me crazy Zach. <laughs> I'm like oh my god this offense is terrible we got, like they you know the best receiver you know what like he's like he, he's got a a new offensive line pretty much coupled with new positions got a new quarterback let's just like ease into this game we're not worried about like you know yeah what, what we'd like to go out and light it up with 53 points yeah but like i mean dane knows what he's doing i i'm a day like I, i'm a day guy does he Pissed me the fuck off sometime with a, a couple of the plays, that he like when Devin Brown came in the game. Mm-hmm. I mean, who didn't know that he was going to run the fucking ball? <laughs> really? I mean, seriously, didn't it was it a, like a loss
0: for like three yards? Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't think the play on, was blocked yeah. very well though either in in Day's defense. But but you're you're right. Yeah, I, I, I get it. But yeah. yeah,
2: yeah, you're right. There was it was foul science, but I feel like the offensive line came. Um, they 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 looked more as a unit. Um, later in the second
0: half,
2: yeah. you know, in the second half, if you will. Uh, so I was, I was happy with that. Um, okay. I'm, so I'm you're, like, we're, we're, yeah, we're kind I'm of fine. all in I, agreement
0: I, with McCord's, McCord's performance team to
2: lose. Yes. Yeah. That's, that's how I feel. About
0: yeah. It. What do you think PBH from what you saw on Saturday? Is this McCord's team? Uh, or, or do you think we're going to see some kind of a competition here going forward? And Chad, I want to ask the same question of you after, after PBH answers. I,
1: don't know. I do, but I I I think to, to draw a conclusion off of that game isn't a fair shake for for Brown. That's true. Like, how could it be, right? Like, right. he didn't get an opportunity. Now, maybe the game dictated it. And I, you know, yes. So to answer your question, yes. But let's see, you know, what happens against Youngstown State, and if he gets a a good opportunity, maybe that changes. I still thought, I still think, right? It's a three game sort of, you know. Uh, scrimmage, if you will, to, to really make sure. But yeah, I think it's to, I, Chad put it back. A, a good it's McCord's to lose for sure, but maybe right. Brown can take it.
0: Okay, interesting. How about UCP? Did did what we saw on Saturday? Did you conclude coming out of the game that it was really McCord's team, um, or what were your feelings on that? I mean, it's like
2: to his point, like it's really you can't really like gauge anything of like. Of Brown's play. You know what I mean? He came right. in a couple of plays. Six snaps. And like yeah. right, you know, the the defense knew the goal, like there was a missed assignment, so he just like, all right, you know the thirty three number pisses me off. But I, mean, <laughs> I was just gonna say that. It's That's hard terrible, to terrible serious. Yeah. I, I can't yeah. even Right. Yeah, it's Sam, weird. It's honoring some like, like. Sammy Ball. Sammy Ball. <laughs> that's what it is. Damn. I don't know it who Sammy work. Ball is. not I, 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 don't, I don't like that at all, but that has nothing to do with that. I mean, if the kid's good, you know, whatever. But it, it is McCord's team. And, and I yeah. feel like, you know, once they, this offensive line starts gelling and, you know, we're, well, I know we're going to get to the running backs, but yeah, I, I think it's, it, he's, he's going to get more and more comfortable. And there's a reason the kid was a five-star quarterback coming yeah. out of the cop. You know what I mean? Right. He just got like, like Stroud, like just, you know, came in and hit his stride, man. And, you know, sorry, dude, but and, you know, I like it because the kid stuck around dude. he could have gotten the train, like went and probably be starting anywhere right now. Like, I mean, like at least a majority of like the power five, you know, schools, but, but I think he's the key. Once he gets a few games into him, man, I think he's gonna like. He's gonna be a nice little general on that field, man. I think he is.
0: Yeah, I I, I agree with you. That. It's funny. I thought <laughs> I thought there'd be a little more disagreement between the three of us on on the quarterback situation and how Ryan Day handled the rotation and how everybody played. But I think I've, I'm sensing that we're all kind of. In agreement that there was a general overreaction from fans and from even from some of the beat writers about how Ryan Day handled it. I mean, a lot of fans were bent out of shape that Brown didn't get more snaps, and you had some of the guys on the Ohio State beat saying, you know, Day totally mismanaged the quarterback rotation. There was a there was a piece on Land Grant Holy Land that was was circulating, and they were very critical of Ryan Day, and they're like, you know, you know, he promised us that you know Devin Brown was going to play numerous snaps, and he totally mismanaged it, and I'm like. If you were listening closely to Ryan Day before that game last Tuesday in his press conference, I mean other than saying McCord would start and Brown would play, he didn't provide a lot of details at all. I mean, he never specified how much either would play. He never said when Brown would enter the game, and I yeah, I think he was intentionally vague. Right. And, 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 and and Z, do you think do you really, really think that like I mean, you know,
2: Day did his whole thing like, you know, this could have been a like a Brown didn't even maybe like even deserve playing time. But like, you know, like this, oh yeah, we're gonna see like, but but the media, like everybody reading into media and listening today, whatever that's where they get on that shit in their head, like, oh well, like Brown's supposed to be a special kid. Yeah. Why is he not playing? I, well maybe yeah. like he's just you know, like I it's just people are just way over the
0: line. Well, right. I mean, I, first of all, you know, there are close practices and even the beat the, the beat writers, the guys whose opinions we listen to don't have a lot of detail on this. Nobody really truly knows what the plan actually is, other than Ryan Day, probably Corey Dennis and Brian Hartline. And, you know, Day is being intentionally vague on purpose. And he was again this week when he talked about playing time for the quarterbacks going into Youngstown State. He said basically the same thing. McCord's going to start. Brown's going to play. Now, Day did say he's hoping to get Brown some more snaps against YSU than Indiana. But what does that mean? One more? Ten more? Twenty more? Also, it's easy for Day to say that given the opponent. Because even if McCord had won the job outright in fall camp, it would be highly likely Devin Brown is going to see a lot of action in this game. Right. So uh, you know, I personally think you know, Day has more than one good reason not to go into too much detail publicly about his plan, and if he wants to be type lipped about it for now, I mean that's his prerogative. I mean it, his job is doing goddamn football games; it's not to get buck nuts right. content no. for their subscribers. <laughs> right. yeah, yeah, fuck, and, fuck it, Phil yeah,
1: promises. Yeah, yeah, and right. look, I
0: mean, I'm sorry, I know high state fans want to know, but you're not entitled to know everything there is to know. I mean, look, oh, dude. you know, and so a, he has two. I agree,
2: Zach, Sorry. Exactly, and his play calling. Go ahead, Zach. Yeah, Go I was going to say
0: what, 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 one more thing on this. Ryan Day has two major objectives with respect to quarterback. First, obviously, he has to pick the right man for the starting job. But a very close second to that in the transfer portal era is making sure he keeps that room intact and he maintains quality depth at that position. No doubt, I mean, I think we can all agree, there's probably a very large market for Devin Brown's services. I mean, he could transfer out right now and be guaranteed the starting job at like 70, 80 other FBS programs. So if Ryan Day thinks starting McCord, giving him the lion's share of the snaps, but giving Brown a couple series as well uh, is the best way to achieve those two objectives, then I'm all for it. I got no problem with it. Now, of course, I always reserve the right to change my mind in the light of new information. Uh, we're going to get some more data points this weekend, but that's how October I see it. 21st. Yeah. <laughs> so that's how I see it. I just think there was this total overreaction from fans and even some of the guys on the beat about how Ryan day handled. It. I'm like, well, first of all, you don't even know what the fucking plan is. He's never detailed it, nor should he, he's got more than good, one good reason to keep it, you know, kind of tight lipped right now. Anyway, sorry, go ahead, CP, you want to say some more on this? Go ahead.
2: No, I'm sorry. I, I, I kind of like, but you know what I over, I'm trying to count. Like I think of, like, I mean, it's more than like three or four times my hand, like how many times we've talked about like, well, maybe he's just not showing the hand. And I'm like, that's, yes. and you know what? And I think he's not, we're going to come out and like against Indiana and just like, just throw out our offense. Who knows? Like, I mean, yeah. But introducing the, I mean, the play calling, everybody was like, Oh my God, what's wrong? Like, you know what we said? It's just, people just chill, man. They're just a bunch of, Oh man. People yeah. Who listen to our show. We love you, but. Come on, everybody needs to chill out a little bit. Man. Those
1: aren't South Stand listeners, Chad. <laughs>
0: Our South Stands listeners oh, yeah. are educated. <laughs> They're very. At McAfee
1: bothered. Show. Yes,
0: <laughs> discerning, discriminating fans that listen to the South stands Pvh, I want to kick this back to you. Is there anything else you want to say about the quarterback situation?
1: No, let's just wait and see. Let's watch in the next two games and then go from there. I, th- I, I again, I thought McCord. I, I was you know i thought you know brown might have a, have a shot i i do think what would be freaking hilarious though is if like Brown came out in uh, number twelve tomorrow. Saturday, just lit it up. And then I'd be on his bandwagon like hugely. Cardell, weird.
2: Cardell, dude,
1: that, that thirty three so did throw me. Like I was oh, just like, dude, it's it just awful, it, it Doesn't feel
2: right, you know. It just doesn't work. I'm you know, sorry, I'm but who, is Sammy, like, yeah, for who years, is Sammy Ball? Like I'm
0: Who is Sammy Ball? You'll have to you'll have to look up your history. You you can look him well, up on Wikipedia. I, know,
2: I, I knew he did it for a reason, for some guy. But, but like, yeah. I'll pass. Yeah. I'll pass. I'm not wasting. Like, I mean, I, you know, hey, good for him. Like, whatever,
0: man. Yeah, listen, man. Uh, Ryan Day like has the earned benefit the benefit of the doubt here, right? Ryan Day oh, has sure. earned the benefit yes. of the doubt. Uh, quarterback. They they, I mean, yes. there are other things they, to worry about with this fucking team, it, and it ain't the right. quarterback, in my opinion, right?
2: And, Look what and, they did to, like what? Georgia. They wiped that, they opened that game. Like, I mean, dude, he knows what he's doing, dude. He, he knows how to, like, call an offense, man. It's just like, he, he so, like, Shielda. Jesus.
1: He Go ahead, PBS. I
2: was—I—I'll th- I, get the year wrong. It might be 2019,
1: but like, how close were we to having Tate Martell as our quarterback? And he's like, uh "No, yeah, that's not happening." And he went out and got Fields. Right. So right. that to me was the harbinger of like this guy. No, you know, because Urban was all about Tate, five-star kid, right? Blah blah blah. Yeah. Right. Like I, he, sports I mean, guys, of athlete
2: of the year, Gatorade. Yeah, he's like. Yeah, him, he, like, so
1: Johnny Manzel won't even hang, hang out with him doubt, and I told totally he deserves be, oh, it. Man, that's the least of our problem. Or, or <laughs> yeah. I, I, I,
2: I agree with I you. I Did see Tate on that Johnny Manzel uh, documentary? Oh, I was yeah, <laughs> yeah. He was like <laughs> in he the back. He
0: was, he was way in the back. <laughs> <laughs> All right, PBH. Let me kick this back to you. What else did you see from the Ohio State offense that stood out against Indiana? Uh,
1: Chip Trainum looks like our really good running back. Um, yep. And I, you know, again, I don't I don't want to go down. I'm 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 going to be positive, Chad guy.
0: No, you, you we're going to have to go not- we're going to have to go down this road. We we might as well just do it rip the band-aid off. We're going to have to go do down this it, let's road. Do
2: it because I'll tell you what, like if we watch the same game, you know, I'll let you guys. Speak. Go, go ahead okay, PBS. So I I will say this. It well, the, the one thing I
1: uh my, my boy fielding who i called out which was actually the second most important position battle <laughs> Place no i'm referring to at this point
2: <laughs> oh, he has no idea here, dude uh, <laughs> was pretty legit he, right? dude, yeah he was he, he's yeah. solid yeah he's yeah.
1: solid and we needed him on saturday by the way yeah um that would have been first drive uh, a hell of a lot closer without him.
2: Um, I'm talking about <laughs> Chad. I'm not talking about anybody that's, else.
1: Either. That's <laughs> what I said. The first
2: drive, dude. Like he's like, first Gino. drive, we
1: scored a touchdown.
2: Oh, wow, maybe it was the second drive. Yeah. yeah he was don't like, even you
1: know, know, know who I'm referring know. to. That's okay.
0: Fielding's uh, a place kid, kicker. Dude. So PVH, what else I stood up Let's, let's, let's go with the chip train and take, come on, let's, let's just rip the aid off. Come on.
1: Okay. So I, I will, I will, I, will, I preface it this way. Maybe the offensive line got a few things together in the second half i think they did maybe they were starting to wear him down a little bit but that being said right like we're we're now going on year three how long are we going to hang our hat on just because a guy had a five-star you know ranking are are we going to say he's our best running back Mm -hmm. because what our eyes and 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 even the stats tell us that is not the case so I'm going to leave it there.
0: Yeah, I, I think there's a real competition at running back now with Chip Trainum in the mix. I, I, you know, the the I mean, Trainum comes in
2: the third possession of the third. Have.
0: Hang on a second, Chad. I'll get it to you. Let me just let me let me give you my take real quick, and we'll kick it over to you, and you can you can uh, freestyle about Trey Trey Anderson. Uh, there's, oh. th- I think there's a real competition here. Third possession of the third quarter, Trey gets benched. He does not come back into the game, and you think about the offseason that he had, right? Recovering from an injury, all the buzz around him. And there was a lot of buzz. There was a, a lot of dust. There was a dust storm around Trey Henderson all, all offseason. It started with rumors of him, uh, you know, wanting to transfer out. Uh, folks in the building didn't believe he was truly hurt. Uh, then he had this great preseason camp, and Ryan Day seemed to talk about him in a separate kind of category from the other running backs. And then he comes in, he has a couple of nice runs, but by the third quarter, he's back to pitter-patter, shucking and jiving at the at the line of scrimmage and not hitting the whole third possession of the third quarter. Trip Trainum comes in, and suddenly, the offensive line looks pretty freaking good. And 7.1 yards per carry for Traynham. Um, I, I think... Now, he's the second back, by the way, who's taken carries away from Trey Henderson if we count Mayan Williams last year. So I think there's a real competition here. Now, I think Trey Henderson has a role in this offense. I really do. I'm not saying he should go to the bench permanently. I just don't think it's his RB1. I think he's your third down back. I think you need to get him the ball out of the backfield in the passing game. That's how I think they should use him. So that's my take on it as well. I agree with you, PVH. Okay, Chad, the floor is yours.
2: Hey man, I'm like I'm not gonna be it. like it's it's all good, but I, I don't, I'm not sure if you guys saw the first like ten runs that uh,
0: Trey made. It wasn't 32. that many. Like, it wasn't that
2: many. Well, he, like he had a couple explosive runs, dude. And it, the reason he went on the he didn't go on the bench because of like any particular reason. I'm telling you, he's like dude, kid, all the things you were talking about. His, you know, preseason. It's fall camp, summer camp. This and that. The kid's like the number one back, and he will be all year. <laughs> dude, it's all right. a fact. Right. Okay, I'm sorry, I, dude. And I That's love an the fact. Thing. I love Chip Trainum, dude. But like, That's whatever, an dude. He's like, That's... Indiana's already worn down in the second half, dude. Mayan comes in. Like, I'm telling you what, he's gonna be the number one RB. Like, when we play Notre Dame and Mark, dude, you, you can mark it right okay. now. So right now, right down. I'll bet a hundred dollars. Yeah. Hundred dollars. So
1: who yep. has more total carries? No, 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 no,
2: season? no, no, no. Who's the starting um, RB at the Notre- in, in South Bend? It will be
0: Trey, and that's uh, all right. I'll, I'll bet Who you. Who finishes too, the right? game uh, is I'll, the also... better question, though. Who finishes that game? Because he, he didn't finish the Indiana game. He, he he better up. He better level up. Because if you can't finish the game against fucking Indiana, you ain't finishing so in you, South you, Bend you, against you Notre think, Dame. You
2: think that he? You think that he, did, he couldn't finish? Exactly. I, That's why kind of like little, yeah, I think it's a bad look, look for a guy. Better. I think I think
0: it's a bad look that he got he got benched middle of the third quarter and did not return in the game. And in a, in a close game. That was a 10-point game when he went to the bench against the conference opponent. He went to the bench mid third quarter did not return. He, his, his I, his I can't see how in. that's a good it's look for him. Perfectly. Why put him in?
2: We're playing Indiana, dude. Like, like And Chip Trainum, you put Mayan in there and just let him, like, gobble yards, dude. I, dude, I didn't realize he did not play a
1: snap in the second half. Is that true?
0: No, he played He played the first two series yeah, of the third little quarter little. and then did not return. And then as soon as yeah. Chip Trainum came in with the third dude, series of the third quarter, don't get suddenly the, run, the his, running game started rolling.
2: Don't get me wrong. I'm not like this, like, 32 homer. Like, Chip Trainum, dude, the kid got – he can ball. Yeah, you know, like, and it just reminded me there, like, where was I? I think he like got the ball a couple times but, um XJ Xavier Johnson. Where was he? Like, you know, I thought he'd be a little bit more big, like a bigger part of the offense as well.
0: Yeah, I, yeah, but uh, you know, I, I think there's a real Stover. competition here. I I think there's a real competition here, and I don't think we've le- we've heard the oh, last to train sure him, is. and um, I, I I personally. I think I've seen enough of Travion Henderson as, as RB1. I think there's a role for him. I really do. I just, this wow, is not well, the guy that should be getting 15. Already we'll after that game. Yeah. See, like, it's want, not he, RB1. Hey, Zach, do you want it on that um, RB1 bet?
2: We can, you know. Well, we'll, we'll,
0: know <laughs> well we can hash that out offline. I'm just saying right, I personally so have seen enough of Henderson. <laughs> <All right. laughs> yeah. I, I mean, one thing I like about training. first of all, did you guys see how he was deployed all over the field? They used him at fullback. Did you see the two back sets yeah. with oh, train him at fullback? So he's basically taken the Mitch Rossi role uh, at fullback. They've used him out of the backfield as a, as a pass catcher as well. Um, I, I, one thing I like about train him, I think he's sturdier. I think he's got a, a stronger lower body. I think he can run through contact. I think he's plenty fast enough, and he's plenty shifty enough as well. Um, I, I'm, I, you know, and then Mayan Williams, he's a little nicked up. Uh, I think he'll get healthier. We hope. Um, and then you have, you know, we we still have the Dallin Haydens uh, of the world that can contribute as Pryor, well. But... And Prior. And prior as well so I, I just we're heading into year three with trey henderson which i think is the point that the page was trying to make i feel like he is who he is at this point he doesn't consistently make that first man miss he does too much pitter-patter at the line of scrimmage he, he has trouble finding the hole consistently and i i think uh, you know high state just needs a guy that's going to be able to find the hole and run north south, north south every single time wow. that's that's just feel- the way i feel only time. Like will about tell. like
2: eleven minutes ago, we were just talking about like you know, we were like evaluating McCord and the new. Now different situation, line. different uh, situation. We've like, got a be lot be more be data on Trey Henderson than we do point. Kyle McCord. The offensive line, the, No, The offensive line, dude. That's huge for like Brian. back. You, I, do, do you do you have like Trey on like some nil deal?
1: Like a huge <laughs> Like I don't understand this. Uh, unadulterating love you have for this guy i'm like, just telling you, the kids there's like nothing easy. empirically to, to to back it up i mean yeah he, oh my god oh, it's
2: fresh year, dude he should have been like i'm are you dude, kidding me? i don't
1: even remember he was the best back was. like
2: Oh, God, like, because dude, you're mine in the
1: present. You, you're
2: dude, in the pool too often, dude. dude like the waterlogged. You know <laughs> at the end of the day, I don't give a fuck. I don't care who's the running back. I just want to have a, like a, a full on offense. And yeah. I trust day. I don't care who the running back is at the end of the day.
0: You know, it's so, interesting. I was listening to, to Bill Landis and Doug Lee Maurice and they're like, they, they feel like why even try and run the ball at all? The, the, the strength of your offense is with Igbuka and Harrison Jr. and, you know, that bevy of, of receivers. What's the point of trying to establish, a, a, you know, a running game? And why not just lean on your passing game? I thought it was very, very interesting take by both I of them. You, I, I don't know. I you
1: know
2: what? I, I agree with that, too. I feel like once they get the offensive line as a solid unit, then, like, why? Why even, like, you know, maybe a couple, like, short, like, you know, First down like man, third down conversions That other than that, just oh, like throw know, the ball. You got I, more I, talent and they're like, it's insane. Well, and Julian Fleming looks pretty damn good though, dude, boys. He, he made did. some nice grabs. Yeah.
0: He, did. he he did. I I before all right, so Chad, I want to get some of your other your oh, other sorry. observations about the, the offense. But before we move off the running game, it hurts my heart. It makes my it, it there's something it makes me feel I don't know, like just there's you know it just doesn't feel right saying Ohio State doesn't need to establish some kind of an effective running game. I personally I think don't. they do. I Maybe I'm in the minority. I understand, you know, the way they've recruited and, and the strength of their passing game and their receivers, Harrison Jr. and Emeka Buka, who, by the way, were criminally underutilized against IU. I mean, you've got to oh. get those guys more than 12 combined targets. It should be up 24 at least for the two of them combined. So, all right, listen. Uh, CP, I'm going to kick this back to you. What other observations do you have about the Ohio State offense? I mean, like the,
2: the one thing that I'm not worried about is, is the offense, obviously. Um, you know, we came out, he's got, I knew what he was going to call a conservative game. I mean, just all the things we discussed earlier. You yeah. A couple offensive linemen, new positions. You got a quarterback, like he's only made, like, what? Like that was his what? I don't know what start that was, but it uh, wasn't in for like very long um and you know they're not going to like show any offense I mean we've discussed like the running backs I mean I think it's the key to this entire team is the offensive line yeah this year I I -hmm. I truly believe that if that unit can get on the same page um and the boy you were alluding to like um out of what what was it San Diego State page Josh Simmons yeah Josh Simmons he's a starting left tackle I think like you know he was like a little in over his head like a little bit but I think they, you know, obviously they talk, they talk very good things about him but we'll see but you know I think uh I think Luke will be on that starting starting line before the mid Oh like man, to, that would not be ideal.
0: Yeah. Why not? Well, why not? I, I just, I just, the, the idea of starting a true freshman at left tackle in the Big Ten with the schedule Ohio State's oh, about dude. to play. Oh my God, that moves me. Right.
2: It, 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 it's not like it has happened before, man. You just.
0: just uh, yeah. Numbers. It. I mean, who was my, Michael Jordan? Was the last time Ohio State had to start a, tr- a true freshman at tackle? And I believe in his case, it was right tackle. That should never be the plan at Ohio State ever, no, ever. Of course not. It,
2: but there could be that special talent though. There
0: I. I could- Could be. So, so let me run some. Let me me run some PFF grades by you guys. These are the run blocking (laughs) grades for Ohio State's starting offensive line. Josh (laughs) Simmons.
2: Cheers, cheers to that.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So these are the PFF grades for run blocking for the Ohio State starting offensive line. Josh Simmons, fifty point six. Donovan Jackson, forty eight point six. That was a surprise. Donovan Jackson's. He's, right. he's, by all accounts, their most talented offensive lineman. Carson Hinzman, 69.3. Not bad. Matthew Jones, right guard, 64. And Josh Fryer, 67.1. Actually, Fryer was graded as champion by the coaching staff. It seems like the right side of the offensive line is going to be okay. I think they feel comfortable with Hinsman And I think we can expect Donovan Jackson to level up and play better. So it really is just a matter of, of, of getting Simmons comfortable at left tackle and I'm optimistic they can still do that. They were much better the the offensive line was in pass blocking. Matthew Jones, his pass blocking grade was 86.7 Josh Fryer, 85.3 Donovan Jackson, 74.7 Carson Hintzman, 69.4. Some work to be done by Josh Simmons, 56.5 He didn't really do anything particularly well blocking but it seems to me like They have four legit starters on the offensive line. They feel really comfortable with starting with Donovan Jackson at left guard, moving right. And it's really just getting Josh Simmons comfortable. And I really, really hope they don't have to turn to a true freshman there. Uh, That would not be ideal. PVH, I'm going to kick this back to you. What other observations do you have about the Ohio state offense from Indiana?
1: I mean, the offensive line is an issue. I don't want to even talk about it. And I (laughs) I kind of think, you know, with the, the, the weapons that we have, I'm not – I wouldn't be adverse to saying just freaking air it out, right? And just put McCord back there in the shotgun. Air raid. H- how do you stop them with, <laughs> with Stover and Fleming and Tate? And by the way, like c- can we establish what is targeting? I don't even want to talk about it. But like, <laughs> that was helmet to helmet on uh, a receiver. Like how do you not call this stuff? It's so – Frustrating.
0: You're, but PBH, you're talking about the pass play down inside the IU5 to, to Carnell yeah, Tate where he dropped the now. ball, but the IU defensive back clearly went helmet to helmet. Yeah.
1: like So, yeah. clearly that guy is going to be a stud. Um, I'm, Smooth. I'm not, you know, yeah. we'll see, right? Like if it, they'll, they'll get it figured out. I mean, obviously, Day and Hartline, they know twice as much or 50 times as much as we'll ever know about this. Established, But you know what? If they can't establish the run and if the run blocking is that bad, then do throw it sixty times mm-hmm. a game. Yeah, I, I I don't know how you stop all those guys. I mean, every yeah. single one of them is is going to be playing on Sundays. Every single one. Yeah. All the receivers, Tate. I mean, Christ, you even have Innes in the background. I mean, mm-hmm. Ballard can't even get on the goddamn field. You
0: know, <laughs> he was like, Your guys is amazing.
1: Can't even yeah. get on the freaking field.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And CP, you mentioned him, uh, Julian Fleming. He led all receivers in receptions. I thought he did play very well. Fleming did yeah yeah um all right well look I mean I, sorry go ahead CP no 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 I'm just
2: it's good to see like I mean the kid like he hung around at Ohio State man I think he's a you know totally he's gonna have a lot you, of man. injuries there's multiple people like that have like said he's gonna be like you know he's gonna have a role in the, uh, the NFL he what did that guy play on Sundays it's just
1: hard when you're the he was the number one overall yeah. recruit, not just receiver. right? Yeah.
0: yeah, he Warren was. And I
2: argued about this on Saturday. I, like, and then look at like you know you got JSN like out in Seattle, dude. Like I mean, he was number one. He was the head of the like Cam.
0: Yeah, number two so, yeah, player. Crazy. So yeah, no Fleming. I what I the, my only critique of Fleming is that he completely disappeared down the home stretch of the twenty twenty two season. He had a touchdown catch against Iowa in mid-October and then we never heard from him again um but uh, hey man I if if we can you know if we can get a lot of production from him out of the, as the third receiver uh, I, I'm all for it I, it doesn't really matter to me I do think he's gonna he's he's got a tough task holding off Tarna, uh, Carnell Tate uh, oh, <laughs> Carnell sure. Tate is smooth man that kid does what not do look do like do a like freshman I,
1: like seriously like draw it up on the playground right like you have a buka on one side Harrison on the other you can even put Tate out there right you got put, Stover uh, at the Titan. Uh, yeah oh, and so you got Stover on the line you just have those guys run post patterns every huh. single play <laughs> Fleming and and Tate and and Stover are running curl routes
0: wow. how
1: do you stop that
0: yeah assuming the pass like protection holds up you stop yeah that? just they,
1: get you know six yards five yards eight yards and then when they start to creep up then we're going over the top with the Booker and Harrison. Like it's not rocket science. Then,
2: and then you run
0: a draw for like forty yeah, yards.
1: Yeah, exactly. And then yeah, that would be
0: you a spread them out and run out of he a spread formation a with four receivers. Yeah. Maybe spread them out instead. Of, yeah. Well, I mean, I'm not a smart enough football guy to to really you know speak intelligently about what they should do there. Um, oh, but, Zach, you have a whiteboard <laughs> behind you right now, dude. Come on. But but uh, you know, listen, Ryan Day definitely needs to be more intentional about manufacturing opportunities for Harrison and Ibuka, you know, starting Youngstown State and moving forward, whether that's just creating I, you know, easy touches for them and let them do things after the catch. Uh, I don't think he was quite as good at that against IU uh, as he has been before. Uh, guys, anything else you want to say about the offense before we have a look at the IU defense and then move on to the Youngstown State preview? What
1: the, I, I would ask this. Did he call every play? So we're back to he's calling every play, right? C- certainly felt like he who was. knows.
0: Yeah, who knows? I yeah. mean, I, I don't think there's any way you can tell. And you said this a couple pods ago, PBH. It's really hard to tell who's doing what. It makes sense to me, given the circumstances with the new quarterback, three new starters on the offensive line, and a first time play caller in Brian Hartline, that you would transition this I gradually. You're not just going to hand the reins over to, to Hartline under those circumstances, right, CP? that i agree you know what here's
2: the whole thing i mean we could talk about this for forever could we not yes i mean just go on and on and on and on and on and on and on on about it but i'm i'm just i'm trying to be more positive
0: like this year guys no i I I,
2: honestly i think he should right
1: like with a first year quarterback
0: and transition it slowly gradually
1: yeah right i I I don't think there's any need. And I didn't really, you know, like game manager, right? Because whatever. Like if this is what it's going to take to win to to get W's, then I think he should. mm -hmm. And I I just, the the vagueness and the ambiguity around it is kind of stupid. Just like, no, I'm going to call the place this year. And, you know, this is why. And you guys just put it to bed.
2: Right. I mean, like people like that, like those type A, like personnel, like, I mean, he's probably a good eating him up every day to give up that shit even though heartland may like very well be ready to call the plays you know like, yeah the thing what you talked about again earlier too though like i mean i don't like i mean i i think day like really like down deep like that little you know kid on christmas kind of shit inside him wanted to just light indiana like a you know like a christmas tree but maybe like you know Again, maybe he wasn't showing the hand. Maybe the offensive line didn't do what they were supposed to. I, I don't know. I, I feel like we've had that in conversation many times. I don't think Day was going to, no matter what, even if our offensive line were to, just, like, pancaked him everything, I don't think he would have just lit it up, you know? I, I, I don't know.
0: Yeah. I, I don't think anything that happened on Saturday was out of the realm of possibility. And I was not surprised that, you know, it was an uneven game by Kyle McCord, though there was a lot for him to build on, and there were some nice moments. It did not surprise me at all that the offensive line struggled. Uh, It was a road opener against a conference opponent. By the way, a conference opponent that had, what, 30-some-odd transfers. Very difficult to to, (laughs) this game plan for a team that's turned over half their roster. Um, Maybe
1: they're pretty good.
0: Could be. I mean, who knows? I mean, so –
2: I think it would have been a whole different ball game had that uh Harrison touchdown been called back because that would have been early and would have just been I think it would have been a whole different outcome.
0: So by the way, on Fred- that, Ryan Day said today on his radio show that the Big Ten told him that that was a mistake by the officiating crew and that the the touchdown should have stood that that yeah. uh, Harrison Jr was pushed out out of bounds by the defensive back and that play should have held up so i think
2: my aunt carol is so pissed off i mean that was a
0: great guys. throw he threw that from the far hash <laughs> That was a that was a great throw by McCord. He threw that from the far hash nice all the way over yeah. to the far the the you know, opposite corner of the end zone. That should have counted, and had it counted, we might have a very different view of his performance. And you know, had Carnell Tate been able exactly. to bring in that pass, thanks,
2: Zach.
0: Right. So, um, I, I personally feel like my now my personal takeaway is, and I mentioned this on the post game pod. I think McCord's the guy. I think. Ryan Day, in the transfer portal era, has to keep Devin Brown engaged. He does have to throw him a bone, give him a little playing time. It's just too risky. And I've got no problem if this is how it carries on for a while. With McCord getting the lion's share of the snaps, he starts. Brown gets a series or two here and there to keep him engaged. It makes total sense to me. And I and I have faith in Ryan Day, as we've already said. All right, boys, let's let's God. move over to the defensive side of the ball. Yeah. Oh. Um, Ooh,
2: didn't we already talk about that?
0: Not yet. Here we go. 100, only 153 <laughs> yards of total offense for the Hoosiers. Only 2.8, sorry, 2.89 yards per play. Only 2.2 yards per carry for IU in the run game. The, finish, the Buckeyes finished with six. Tackles for loss, one sack by Hero Kanu. By the way, interesting uh, guy who did turn in the sack. A lot of buzz around Kanu during the, the fall camp. Paige, I'm going to kick this over to you. What did you see from the Ohio State defense that stood out?
1: Dude, they were great. And I'm, I mean, mm-hmm. I, I I posed the question at the end of our last podcast, which it's so funny because our short memories. Uh, th- this defense can carry us the whole way, right? And and the other piece is. Um, I would say nor- normally like offenses can improve throughout the year. Defenses, n- not so much. Right from wh- what I saw from those guys, they were suffocating. Uh, dude, Sunny Styles. Yeah, going to be
0: just oh, I mean,
1: long, my. long career. They are the the DBs played great. Mm-hmm. Um, I dude, you know giving up three points. I don't care who you are. That's hard to do in today's college football game. Yeah. And you know, maybe IU wasn't really trying to do it and I'll go just cover the spread or whatever. I like, who knows? But I mean, th- there were games where IU was giving us everything that we could handle on offense compared to our defense. So uh, they played lights out. Um, th- there's, you know, there's Sunday players all over that team. Yeah. Awesome. I'm excited for that unit. And you know what, if they have to carry us the whole way, so be it. Who right gives net. a shit? Adjust, yeah. adjust yourself. Or maybe
0: they carry the us limits. until the offense kind of finds its footing, right? I mean, that's possible or too. Or even yes. if they don't. Yeah. Even
1: if they don't, right? Even yeah. if even if the offense turns out to just be good, right? Average. If that's a top five defense, that can take you a long way. And there's no reason to think why they should. And we've been talking about this for five years they recruit as well maybe not quite as well but i think it's skewed because they get all these five star receivers on the on the offensive side there is no reason that is not a top 6 defense or even a top 3 defense and that can take you a hell of a long way in college football
0: there was some yeah. there there was some um recruiting misses that they had in the 20 i believe it was well, certainly 2018 2019 and 2020 but then in 2021 and 2022, they started recruiting back to the level, back yeah. to the standard that we expect. High level. And those, those kids are now juniors and sophomores, yes. and they're starting to make an impact. So I think that's part of what, we, what we're seeing here. And we also, what we're seeing is the impact of the transfer portal. That Davis and Higbinosin boys, I've seen him in person. He is a different kind of athlete playing cornerback. He's listed at 6'2". I think he's closer to 6'3" big physical corner along with Sonny styles. I'm with Dude, you, those yeah, guys elevate the play of that yeah. secondary, more versatility, more speed. Uh, I, I'm in very, I'm wish you, I'm very, very bullish on, on this defense, especially that secondary. All right, CP, I'm going to kick this back to you. What did you see from the Ohio state defense that stood out? I mean,
2: come on. I just wanted to see you. And you know, when I, I think I made a comment last week about defense, like, you know, I, come out and, like, like, you know, look good, like, a, as a unit. Let, let's not, like, give up, you know, 10, 17, 21 points to some right. bullshit team and, like, you know, whatever. Indiana, like, you know, it could have been, I don't know, San Diego, like, who cares? We yeah. held them to three points, man, and they made some plays, dude. And, I like, I feel like there's some ballers on that. Tommy Eichenberg, dude, like, he had, like, yeah. six stick he had in hand put that kid – there's some ballers on there man i love the safeties um proctor played a hell of a game proctor I mean, did he play has, a game <laughs> yeah he, he did, did but dude. it was a
0: josh proctor kind of a day we'll see how proctor plays against the teams that can actually oh, throw yeah, the football right
2: i'm not ready to like flip the switch zach on Procter. 101 but, uh, Dude, I, zach i'm i'm with you but i'm not i'm not ready to uh you know turn on the the proctor switch but you know what The switch, like you know, it was on for a couple hours because he looked like he was like the guy that we recruited, who he was supposed to be. He made some nice hits, some throat like knockdowns. So let's just see some like how that develops
0: there. Yeah, Yeah,
2: like there's some there's some. Goes up down that team. Um, Sawyer looked a little bit better to me. Like he looked, didn't look like he was. I don't know. A did he picking, play? You know.
0: I, did he? I thought that was. I I thought that was, well, I mean, he play, he thought it was Devin league. Brown playing defensive end out there, uh, not Jack Sawyer. <laughs> I don't know, man. I, I, Jack Sawyer. I'm still waiting for that guy to show up. Um, he will, dude. I'm telling you. Yeah, even I if it's so. like his, his. Yeah. He, I, I personally good. rather see Caden Curry starting over Jack Sawyer to be even. That every time that dude steps on the field, Curry you feel his good, presence. Dude.
2: Well, and he's, he's playing in the like Rushman package, by the
0: way. Curry, there, did you guys notice that? I pointed. Out, I sent you guys a text from the yeah, game. Yeah, you did. Yeah, he you was did playing on the inside in the Rushman package. Kaden Curry was. I thought he played really well. You just you felt sent the his presence live via stadium. I was like, <laughs> That's right, oh, baby. the
2: motherfuckers texting? He's at the goddamn game. <laughs>
0: <laughs> did you yeah. see
2: that Rushman? <laughs> like, you know what I oh, liked? I what see. I saw to the defense. Multitasker. Only five yeah, bathroom
0: breaking some popcorn page. <laughs> only five missed tackles for the Buckeye defense in that game, and twelve different Ohio State defensive players graded seventy or higher in tackling, according to PFF. So you know you're playing a team that is not very dynamic offensively, and you're wondering, well, how do we gauge a good performance by the defense? I think tackling is one way that you can gauge whether you played well or not. That means you're paying attention to details, you're paying attention to fundamentals, only five missed tackles. I can count at least four instances where Indiana ball carriers looked like they had the first down on little short crossing routes or jet sweeps or whatever, and they were cut down by Ohio State defensive backs just short of the uh, the, the uh, marker on third down. Igbenosan had a tackle like that. Sonny Styles had a tackle like that. Um, Malik Hartford boys remember that name yeah, dude. by the way watch no, out Josh amazing. Proctor because Malik Hartford's coming for your job the freshman he had a play like that where he cut down a, a speedy IU receiver just short of the marker so uh, I love he's that
2: legit like yeah uh, yeah Not like not many people are gonna throw on that kid
0: yeah, I mean, Igbenosa did have that stupid, uh, you know, pass interference on fourth down. But to me, it was a, it was, you know, it was an effort penalty, right? It was a hustle penalty. It was somebody being aggressive. It was that there's a huge difference between that kind of a penalty and a penalty in, in the secondary where the guy can't find the goddamn football. He's out of position. He's so he commits the penalty out of desperation to keep giving up from giving up a touchdown. Um, I am really, really bullish on this back seven. We know the defensive line is is going to be. We know the floor for the defensive line is going to be very good, with the potential to be even better than that. And it was just a matter of that back seven, in particular the secondary, getting it together. And I thought, uh, at least from the eye test standpoint, they passed the eye test for sure. Go ahead, CP. I'm not going to say anything
2: until you know we like young like not it. But after the Notre Dame game, then yeah. I'm, I'm going to come back and like ask you guys like, yeah, like. Thanks for you know, giving Jimmy Jimmy Knowles a little bit of props. the dude knows what he's doing. It just like he came in like bit off a little bit too much to chew last year. Like you give him like It's, it's on, a little too like early though. From now. Uh, uh, that, yeah, that's yeah. what I said. Give me the Notre Dame game. Quentin Tarantino. Let's not start sucking each other's pot. <laughs> yeah, they can't. I I preface by saying, I know, but yeah,
0: yeah. I mean, you know, I'm happy to celebrate the little victories along the way. Right. I don't want to sit here with my arms folded saying, no, 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 until he does it against Michigan. I'm going to celebrate the victories along the way. The one thing I liked about the way Knowles coached this game on Saturday is that, you know, Indiana was playing to try and force him to get impatient and uh, right. send Ohio they, State on an all-out blitz with their linebackers the and safeties and make a, a mistake. It. Right. And he resisted that impulse. And and he didn't go chasing the explosive play, Jim Knowles that is, uh, as he did against Michigan, as he did at times against Georgia. So I give him a ton of credit for not doing that and, and just sitting back and realizing, look, this this offense has no chance uh, of moving the ball against us. We're gonna play, play disciplined, yeah. disciplined football. And I'm not going to take any stupid risks here and give Indiana a couple cheapies. Yeah,
2: he's not a, uh, like, you know, he's not JV, man.
0: Yeah, it's, it's not reason. JV.
1: Of course, he's not. But it's not that hard when my guys are better than your guys, <laughs> your guys are better <laughs> nah, than their I, guys. I, I, I don't agree. With but you. let's see when they do it against guys yep.
2: against matchup good. opponents. Yeah, that's Let, what I said. Yeah. Notre Dame. Let's see. Uh-huh. Yeah, Brooks it'll start with Notre Dame. Red.
0: Well, you know what? It might yeah. even start earlier than that against Western Kentucky because that team can actually chuck it around, and they have a good quarterback and actually a really good receiver. They They're going to see a lot better quarterbacks during the regular season. Um, Ohio yeah. State is, than they did last year. So there'll be more tests along the way. But I think we do celebrate the, the wins and the victories along the way. Let's not, you know, let's let's enjoy the and, season.
2: Uh, my whole point to that was, like, they didn't score. That shit Indiana team didn't score. And 17, 21 points against us. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. they held no, me I get three it. points. I, I'm going to, like... I'm going to, you know, grand marshal the parade for that one for a, little, a couple of hours. All
0: right, good. All right, PBH, I'm going to kick this back to you. Anything else on defense you want to talk about before we move on? Not really. No. Okay. How about you, CP? Anything else you want to say about the Ohio State defense before we look at Youngstown State? Did we lose him? Did he go refill his drink? Pass. You're going to uh, pass? Us. You're passing. Okay, great. All right, then let's have a look at Ohio State's Week 2 opponent, the Youngstown State Penguins, uh, the Missouri yeah, Valley Jimmy Football Trestle. Conference. That's right, Jim Trestle. Buckeyes doing, uh, Ohio State doing Jim Trestle a solid. Right. They're going to write him a big check. they fund his athletic department for the next couple of years. Uh, this game, I apologize set, for this. Like
2: director. W- what's that? The next Gene Smith at Ohio State University.
0: Oh, oh, really? You think? You think he's going to leave um, as president?
2: I, I, oh, for sure. I think so.
0: Oh, interesting. Okay. Well, we can, that's right. a podcast for another day. Now, look, yeah, this yeah. this game is a noon Eastern kick on Big Ten Network. Sorry about that, PBH. Noon Eastern kick. You're going to watch this one on YouTube on Sunday, I think. Um, it, it's weird, though. Most of the sports books do not publish betting lines for FCS games until game day. But FanDuel has the line for this game at Ohio State minus 41 and a half. They do not yet have an over-under for this game, FanDuel. Now, Youngstown State is the first FCS opponent that on the Ohio State schedule since 2013. The Buckeyes and Penguins have met on the gridiron only twice before in 2007 and 2008. Ohio State won both games, of course, 38-6 in 2007, 43-zip to zip in 2008. Now, the Penguins beat Valparaiso 52-10 to in their season opener last Saturday and come into this game 1-0. PVH, before we get into our concernometer scores and score predictions, give me a couple thoughts on this game.
1: None. I dude, I I don't have any thoughts. Like, <laughs> like this they're like playing Canton McKinley. It's gotta be that that would be an easier w just they're going to play a
2: lot of different guys yeah hopefully they're going to play you know, devin brown number 33 at corner yeah they're going to play like, i mean that's what yeah he'll be in all right. the whole second half all right
0: chad how about you any thoughts before we get into our score predictions on this game
2: now i'm just going to let you like roll with the thought Z.
0: okay great so uh, my my only thoughts on this play to your standard okay, ohio great. state don't play to your competition play to your standard right. Ryan day get control of this one early then get all of your key guys the hell out of this game as soon as possible. I mean, health coming I out of this one farm. is paramount. Um, obviously, want to see better play from the offensive line. There will be big reason for worry if the offensive line schedule, you know struggles oh. again in this game. Uh, you know, we want to see improvement from the left side in particular. Let McCord, you know, just let him let him rip it in this one. Push the ball downfield. Um, and, you know, of course, we want to see how Trey Henderson bounces back from a subpar performance last Dude, week. I was
1: just going to say that. I don't want the Trey is back narrative from Chad next week. <laughs> hey, count. man, I, you
2: matter. know what? I, 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 we're, we're beyond that. I said I don't give a fuck who the running back is, man. Like, just like whatever. I just think. He's,
0: well, you know what could be more interesting good, than whether he plays well is how do they deploy him? How do they use him? Uh, if he comes out and maybe the, he gets a couple of you know throws out of the backfield. Um, I could give two shits if like, he even gets to the game.
2: If, like, if I could have him prior, like get him in the game and throw a ball to him like in the like backfield there and let him like just like yeah. do his shit. I'm cool with that, man. Uh, I mean.
0: Yeah, if everything goes to plan, we're going to see a lot of the second and third teamers in this game. That's exactly what we want to see. All right, fellas, listen, I'm going to assume the concernometer is at zero for all of us. Zero. So let's go right to score predictions. PBH, give me your score prediction. Uh, 38 to 5. 38, wow, okay. Wow. You're not seeing an offensive explosion <laughs> for Safety the Buckeyes. See
1: dance. <laughs> dance. You can dance. You can dance.
0: Thirty-eight-five. No, you can
1: dance. pod. A pod for another day. Like pound the unders right now. We got killed on the overs. I think it's a thing. I'm not quite sure why. Thirty-eight right. to five. I. And,
0: yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, I think there's more to the running clock than what. I know Dougley Maurice had said on his pod, and he had mentioned that Ohio State ran about as many plays as their average as last year, but they did have six fewer possessions against Indiana than they did the deal. year before. It's yeah, a, it matters. I, I agree. Yeah. These there are lower scoring games for sure. Chad, how about and, you? And Give us. Sorry, go ahead, PBH. I
1: didn't mean to cut you off, we, we, and I didn't realize it, it. Sucks. Like none of us wanted less college football. We just didn't want four hour. Games with two hours of commercials. Yeah. And they actually somehow managed to fuck this up and give us less college football and more commercials.
0: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I mean, you know, of course, the, the networks that paid $7 billion over seven yeah. years for the they, broadcast rights, you, we knew they were going to get their ads in, right? <laughs>
1: yeah, they and they always do, but now we're getting less college
0: football yeah, I agree. and
2: socks. So, so uh, yeah. what did you guys think of uh, Gary Danielson making the call?
0: Yeah, hold on a second, CP. We're doing score predictions, my friend. I want to get your score prediction oh, oh, first. Sorry. Yeah. What's your score prediction?
2: Okay. I am going um, 47... Six.
0: forty-seven, six. Okay. Now I actually didn't, you know, I was at the game, so I didn't really, I mean, I, I watched the replay on YouTube, but you know, it was the abbreviated 40 minute clip. So I didn't really get to hear the commentary by Danielson. I, I, what did you guys think of, of, of the CPS broadcast team CP?
2: I was actually, you know, what? I hate Danielson. Like he's like a, just, I, I, I don't like him, but you know, like I feel like they, They called a good game. They weren't like, you know, I I felt like they were just going to be like total dickheads, you know, Um, because the SEC, CBS. But I mean, they're like, you know, we got to like, you know,
0: Danielson's a Big Ten guy, by the way. He played at Purdue. I know he is. His son,
2: he's like, yeah. yeah,
0: I know. Pvh, you have an opinion on the broadcast team for that game? No, because there
2: were
1: people over, and Trisha was here, and she screams at every play. It was her her birthday. Like uh, Trish, she just like it was a two-yard run. Like, why are you screaming? (laughs) That's kind of what she does. Um, And then you know, Juan stressing out. So I'm just kind of watching the crowd at my house, and honestly. Like I I cannot remember one discernible thing either one of those two guys said so I have zero opinion on it. <laughs> okay,
0: all right. Oh, by the way, I forgot to give my prediction: fifty to three, Ohio State oh, in this game. Fifty wow. to three. Look at that. Yeah, there we go.
2: All right, so, fellas. Look, c- can I say one thing here, real quick? Sure. I have Coog's brother is here in my in my place, and he is an Ohio State graduate. Uh, nice. Cool, cool, fucking cat, Alan. Um, westwood but he is a die hard notre dame fan oh boy like, die hard <laughs> now like i mean I, I give him a little bit of slack because like coog's father their father like it was one of the biggest notre dame fans like i, I feel like it was like rudy's like family you know <laughs> right you know rudy the movie like yeah, I uh-huh. feel like that whole thing so we're gonna have to give him on like um when they get to the notre dame game because he's in my like, place right now and it's like Dude, like, he just runs his mouth about that region. you haven't been relevant since 91,
0: man. <laughs> <laughs> oh. All right. All right. Well, we'll uh, we'll consider him as a, as a potential guest picker oh, no, no, for no, the no, TSS. No, just gonna guess. We're just going <laughs> to hate the fuck out of him. <laughs> All right. Well, hey, listen, that's a perfect segue because, guys, I want to look at a couple other games happening around the country well, this week. And why don't we start – with number ten Notre Dame at NC State. Now this is also a noon Eastern kick on ABC. Unfortunately, and it's going to be happening at the same time as the Ohio State game. The line is Notre Dame minus seven and a half. The over under is fifty and a half. Now NC State is coming off a 2022 season in which they went eight and five. Now they actually beat Drake May in North Carolina last season, and they lost in the Duke's Mayo Duke Mayo Bowl, sixteen to twelve to Maryland. They returned ten starters this season. Guys, I think this could be a tricky game for Notre Dame. Uh, they got to be careful here, and we've seen them lose games like this before. Now the Irish and Sam Hartman—they're two and zero. They're feeling good about themselves. The Notre Dame uh, defense has yet to surrender a touchdown. I, I don't know that Navy or Tennessee State are exactly offensive juggernauts, but you know, still not yet allowed a touchdown. The Notre Dame defense. Paige, who do you like in this game?
1: Well, I mean, because you brought it up, and we sort of talked about it before we got on air. I like NC State. I mean, I haven't <laughs> thought about it. I have no idea, but you make a compelling argument. So I like the Wolf Pack. I, I'm rooting for Notre Dame because I want them 4-0 or 5-0 when we play them. But right. Yeah, maybe.
0: I mean, they're they're number um, 10 right I, now. That game with Ohio State is shaping up to be a top-10 matchup. Don't blow this, Notre Dame. Come on.
1: Yeah, exactly. That's, <laughs> that's what we want. And, uh, you know, I it, – it, yeah dude they could this is you're right this is the total game that notre dame loses <laughs> yeah. um but you know freeman's year two right this is what he did last year um but you know it'd be interesting we'll see how he handles it and how they play and how he coaches but All right. it would, would it be shocking
0: hell no No, it would not shock me if they lost chad how about you how, how do you see this game who, who do you like in this game notre dame nc state
2: well you know what um i I like the fact that, like, I mean, if I were going to bet, like, which I don't bet, you know, I haven't bet in quite a few years, but uh, Z, I'd probably ride with you. Like, you know, you like you're calling for like the possible, like, you know, NC State taking this game, the Wolfpack. Um, what we said earlier, like, I, I want Notre Dame to be undefeated when we go into South Bend. So yeah. um yeah, that's that's my opinion on that. I probably won't watch it. All right,
0: no. So you, what, so I wait, so you're picking it. NC State? You think NC State wins?
2: I'm, I'm gonna roll I'm gonna roll with you what, like what's the line again? Oh
0: yeah, I haven't made a pick yet. Paige is picking Notre Dame um
2: Oh but didn't you weren't yeah the you line is earlier. interesting matchup.
0: Okay. Oh, oh yeah for sure. Oh, Notre Dame is minus seven and a half in this game oh. over under is 50 and a half. The game yeah, is played think, this like, is gonna be at NC State.
2: They, they win the game Notre Dame cover or no they win the game Notre Dame wins the game NC, the Wolfpack covers.
0: Okay. All right. Yeah, I like Notre Dame in this one. And, I, and I, I think they probably cover. I feel like they finally have the quarterback in Sam Hartman that, you know, that has enough arm talent for them to, you know, figure out a way to win this game and not stumble before the big matchup with the Ohio State. But I think it'll be a good game. I really do. I'm expecting this to be a good game. All right.
1: What 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 time is it? Is it? It's
0: it's a noon kick. You're, you're still going to be asleep, oh, man. Oh my god. Oh, I'm <laughs> on my
1: bicycle. You know, I'll be on my bicycle. That's three good games, actually. Yeah, man. At noon. Oh, it's a- can
0: you Texas, just get up Alabama? extra early on Saturday, oh. man? Just get up extra early. Get oh. that out of the way.
2: Yeah, that means <laughs> I have to go to bed extra early. Can, can we all? Can we all have a little quick laugh about one thing? Yes will getting his defense. ass beat by Duke.
0: Oh man, <laughs> how about that? Oh my God, dude, that's a podcast. Oh, dude. That's
2: a come podcast. On. It is, dude. That is the good shit. He's like, we won't lose another game. And how about Brian Kelly? Oh, we'll beat the hell out of Florida State. Yeah,
0: yeah, boy. Dude, Florida dude.
2: State looks good, by the way. Florida State they, too, does look let's good. Not put them on like like you yeah, know, number a, one. They do like,
0: look pretty I mean, damn good. But I mean, LSU and Clemson were both kind of chic picks. To oh, make yeah, the college football playoff and boy, yeah, man, wow, love no it. room for error for either of those two teams. Sorry, and, like, uh,
2: yeah, it's good to be honest, you guys. I just thought I'd throw that out because, like, you know, my love for Devo is like, just so uh,
0: we had to mention it absolutely. yeah D- Dabo Sweeney and Notre Dame, two of your favorites. Um, yes. <laughs> so I, one other game I want to look at and, and then let's get you guys out of here number 11 Texas at number 3 Alabama this is going to be a fun game uh, this is a 7pm eastern kick much more in your wheelhouse PBH, on ESPN okay. The line is Alabama minus seven. The over-under is 54. Now, this was a damn good game in Austin a year ago, boys. Bama escaped by the skin of their teeth. 20-19. Oh, to 19. Yeah. Remember, Quinn Ewers was knocked out of that game late Art. in the first quarter. He looked good early but got knocked out at the end of the first quarter. A lot of folks think the Longhorns win it if that doesn't happen. Bama still has the country's most talented roster. They are number one in the 24-7 talent composite. But Bryce Young is gone. Sophomore Jalen Milrow is the new trigger man for Nick Saban. Guys, who do we like in this game? PVH?
1: I, You know, we've been talking about waiting for Texas for 20 years. <laughs> My guess is we'll wait it another couple decades. <laughs> like, I don't see it. Right? You don't like, see I it. Want him? Uh, right. Actually, you know... It, that, that is a true game like you really don't have a horse in the race because you hate them equally um you know maybe the is the mullet starting I'm assuming he is yeah um, he doesn't oh have a mullet God.
0: anymore as he's, as he's a crop as, top yeah. now dude, yeah right as if, dude. yeah uh yeah,
1: yeah he might come back no I dude I, I really want to watch the game does it matter to me who wins not one bit if put a gun oh, up. I'll Alabama. take Alabama every day of the week all right every you day. got Alabama
0: do they cover? Seven. It's a minus seven. Alabama. Do they cover or, or no? Sure. All right. You got Alabama winning and covering. How about UCP? Who do you like in this game?
2: Um. Well, actually, you know what? Like, I like one of my um, sources got back to me this afternoon and said that like there's probably a good chance that is not going to be able to make it back for the sideline um because he's filming a new Affleck commercial with dion and buffalo <laughs> he's trying to get more he's bringing an elephant in on this one <laughs> but like so i don't know with him out being on the sideline like but um i'll take texas in this game i oh, think uh okay they Over, got the better straight yeah. up oh i'm going like they what well, they, would they cover yeah because like they're where they well, you got them to cover to win the game they're, Oh, they're they're winning the game, yeah. Oh, okay. oh no, well Texas wins this both. game. Yeah, I'll take it both. I'll take put some. I hate cherries, but you can put a cherry on that whipped cream, like right there.
0: I'll All right, page. he can eat. He can eat out of it. All right, you're taking Texas. I'm with you, PBH. I don't trust Texas at all, and uh, you, you know Alabama is still the most talented team in the country. I, you know, I think no. they're a step a step or two down at quarterback with Milrow. I don't think he has quite the arm talent. of The last three guys that have been the quarterback there. That kid's um, exciting, though, man. But he can run the football. Yeah, I, I, oh. I think Bama wins. I think they co- actually. I think they win convincingly. Could even be a blowout. I just don't trust Texas. So really, tide okay. rolls. Okay. Tide rolls. Let's do a part. Uh, Pvh, let's do a uh, little parlay,
2: right? Okay. This sure. the Texas Alabama and the one we were talking about earlier. Yeah, oh. let's do it. All right, all the well, run, the yards. <laughs> all right, like, you guys I take that don't offline. What that was. You
0: guys take that offline. Okay, one more thing before we wrap it up. Pvh, you got some thoughts on Coach Prime? He's right there in your backyard. Dude, this is
1: the game. This is I. Oh. I mean, yeah, you know, Colorado can't shut up about it. He, and you sent that uh, press conference. Uh huh. The fact that your lovely wife listened to it, maybe he's captivating, to the whole man. Because I would have never done that before, and uh, he 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 is intriguing. Yeah, I mean, my only concern is the letdown factor. Yeah. in this one.
0: They're only uh, a three-point favorite. Colorado is against Nebraska.
1: Wow, this really? game is in That's... Boulder.
0: Line is minus three. The over/under is fifty-nine.
1: So, by the way, like last year, you could have gone to a CU game. You know, <laughs> like the, the Oakland A's. Right, they give you popcorn. The concession stands are wide open the bathrooms are accessible and it costs you 13 dollars. i looked online like a decent seat is like 900 so the fee is through the roof
0: um do you think you'll go to I a game this year win. are you going to go to a, a colorado game at any yeah, point no, this yeah totally dude yeah.
1: it's a beautiful like like iu it is a phenomenal place to go watch a game right um
0: my only concern
1: and i want them to win but like man that letdown factor uh is is real but, i think
0: that's real dude, yeah
1: they uh, they also they've got some some players
0: so shadour um, sanders actually, man dude, threw for 510 yards last dude, week at tcu and four touchdowns to score,
1: like i mean couple, he completed
0: 81 percent of his passes in that <laughs> game my god
1: yeah. So <laughs> I'm gonna roll with Coach Prime, but they definitely have to be on the letdown, you know. Yeah, they gotta be careful. Yeah.
0: That line right. is interesting. Only uh, only minus three. I think Nebraska has a pretty good defense. Um how about UCP? You got an opinion on this game?
2: I got a big opinion on this game. Take Nebraska, they're gonna win this game. Like I mean, seriously, is everybody like I mean that's who Deion Sanders is, man. He's like prime time, he's the motor dude, like, it's a blowhard shit. Like, 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 his son coming out going, like, you know the difference between FBS and SCUs, like, oh, like, you know, coming off the... Like, dude, come on, man. Like, you, wanted, you, all right, you beat th- an overrated TCU team. Like, it's all good. I love that you can get all these kids motivated and you brought 85 kids from, like, you know, the, the transfer portal and, you know...
0: Oh, we, we but, have a non-believer in our uh, midst, so, sh- PBH.
2: We'll, we'll take
1: it offline.
2: And we'll primetime, gamble on this. But, you know, uh, it's all good, but, like, primetime needs to sloner
1: sloner the gambling savant sloner and i pounded the cu money line last week so <laughs> yes, minus 800 so call me chad when you're ready to place a bet hey that's that great
2: out. dude that's great but like you know there's still when they're win over under only like still i started out at three and a half now it's at like four or four well I, half. Like, I i, mean, I come I, on come on this. go get them guys go I, get them I, I will i will say this
1: He's good for college football. I agree. It, love it. it dude. I love it.
2: like, right. Like, like, yep. For them I'll to be do. relevant. And yeah, it's, exactly. It's a good storyline. Absolutely. So I like the gold. I agree. I like the gold mirrored sunglasses on the sideline. Uh, I, 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 I love it, man. I love all that. He's breaking the, the glitter, conventions. Dude.
0: He's breaking the it. conventions. Yeah, absolutely. I love it. I, I don't really have a big opinion on this game. Uh, PBH, I think you make a really good point because Colorado was just euphoric. After that game, and as much as I love, uh, you know, prime, you are still coaching 18 to 21 year old kids. And, you know, the the tenor of the lock in the locker room after that game was like they won the Big 12. or sorry, the Pac-12. It'll be Big 12 next year, Pac-12 this year. Um, and you still have 11 more to go. Right. So I, yeah. I, I agree with you. The, the letdown factor is a big concern. It'll be it'll be interesting to see how uh, Sanders navigates that. But I'll definitely this is another 9 a.m. kick, man.
1: I know that's oh, what I'm I, saying. Dude,
0: you got to get that bike ride out of the way, man. and, and...
1: I, I know, and I will get the bike ride out of the way, but it's kind of funny to me that, that the CU has taken over the mantle. Like, I can't <laughs> win from the highest age from the fucking yeah. It's
0: mantle. 11 a.m. your time, right? Sorry. so I know, but... Yeah.
1: But yeah. What do you got to do to like get your head out of your ass to understand? Play these
0: games. That's never gonna happen, man. It's them. never gonna happen. Oh, You're shouting wow. into the wind, my friend. There's always Deep gonna be. thought <laughs> All right, boys. Hey, listen, man. I'm uh, I'm <laughs> I'm starving. I gotta go. Thanks so much for making the time. We will reconvene later next week to review the YSU game and some of these other games that we've talked about. Until then, thanks so much for listening, everyone, and go Bucks. been listening to the South Stands, a Buckeye football podcast. You can follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook, and visit our website at southstandsosu.com.